this is Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And together... Together, we are Insanely Relative. So I'm Mary Frances, and we are starting out today's podcast with talking about pet peeves. And um, our quote for the day is, you can't control other people. You can only control your reaction to them. What do you think, Jen? I agree. I agree, although that is a hard one to do. We all know that. Yeah, for sure. So I wasn't sure exactly what um, and where pet peeve came from. So I looked it up, and it was saying that the phrase pet peeve can be traced back to early 20th century. So I'm going to read this little definition thing. Um, Its components have a longer history. The word pet can refer not only just to a domesticated animal, but also something particularly cherished or preferred. The word pet, when it was primarily used as a noun, referred to an animal, but then ironically the word pet started to become paired in a negative concept like hatred and aversion. So then the second half of the phrase peeve is a particular annoyance, right? So the word appeared more recently in the English language that there weren't any, any publishings of it before the 1900s. So peeve is derived from an older word called peevish, which means quarrelous or easily irritated. So I feel like pet peeves are cherished annoyances. <laughs> what do you think? That's cute. I like that. Are they cherished? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about cherished, but I mean, it, and then I guess I don't know about it, right? You are like, oh yeah, that is not good. So yeah, I agree. Well, because it, it, you know, it sounded better than hated, hated annoyance. Yeah. No, I don't like that word anyway. So that's good. Yeah. So. Anyhow, I know Jenna and I had reached out to many of our friends and asked them, you know, what kind of pet peeves do you have? And some people came out with it right away. Right, Jen? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Some people were like, as a matter of fact, I know exactly what it is, and others had to kind of think about it a little bit. So one of the ones that I thought was interesting that one of my girlfriends um, had come up with was, Unsolicited parental advice. Hmm. That's a good one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I have to to tend to agree with that person, whomever that was. (laughs) She's smart, (laughs) right? Um, Yeah. So, you know, so then that begs to, like, begs the question of, is that something that you do without thinking like do you just give unsolicited parental advice and not even know you're doing it Hmm. are you asking me yeah i don't or any of us i uh oh i can't speak for anybody else but i don't think that's something i do because i don't care for it so i will i will often think before i say something or if or somebody asks me my opinion or how I feel, I will offer it, but I'm usually very careful about saying anything to any parent. Yeah, I kind of the same, like I'll just say, well, I know what worked for me was this, 
um, but only if they seem to really be wanting that input. Right. 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 So, okay, I mean, so that was – go ahead. Sometimes I want to give my advice <laughs> or say something, but I refrain because I figure it's not going to be welcome. Okay. Well, yeah. And but I thought that was an interesting one because I think that is it. That is a fine line. I think sometimes people mm-hmm. cross it and don't even realize they're crossing it because they're coming from a good place, but it's not received well. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. So, what did one of your friends say? So, <laughs> my one friend said she and and I share this with her. Uh, I don't know that you call this a pet peeve or just a general annoyance, but shoes all over, we know I share this, mm-hmm. when there is an actual basket there for them to be put in and nobody uses the basket. They're all in front of the basket. They're around the basket. They're in front of the door. That was hers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Another? Go ahead. You want me to do one of you? Okay, so another one um, that actually two of my girlfriends came up with was people who lie. That was a pet peeve, and which the only way I want you to lie to me is if you tell me that I'm skinny, pretty, and look good in my bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, lying is a tough one. Um, I feel like you really just generally hope people aren't lying to you, but uh, maybe they are more than you think they are not. Right. And then, so then there's always, um, you know, some people don't think they're lying when there's a lie of omission. Like if they leave something out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Teenagers are really good about leaving that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. I'm coming into that time. So that should be fun. Yeah. And that's the thing too, like with lying, um, because then you can't trust the person. So that is a huge, huge right. deal. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? Go, who, who do you have? Uh, okay, so I asked my husband what his pet peeve is. And he said, I don't think I have any. And I said, oh, no, I think you do. <laughs> think harder. So his was, this is actually a funny one because I can sense his blood pressure rising when this happens. So we will be driving or actually he was driving home from work the other day and it, he gave this example. There were all these people lined up at Starbucks to get coffee and they were into the street blocking traffic. And his thing is, what? the heck are you, what is so great about any place, not just Starbucks, that you have to be in a line that long, number one, and blocking traffic on a main highway, number two, just to fulfill that void of whatever it is you need. So that really drives him nuts. And it will be, it's funny because we'll go by like a Dunkin' Donuts and I'll say, hey, let's get a coffee. And he'll see the line of like, nope. And he just drives right by like, no, it's not happening. And I already know when I see that line that it is not happening. Like, unless there's, like, two or three cars, then okay, maybe. But, yeah. So that is his main pet peeve. 
Okay. So is, does it come from because people are wasting their time or just that they're blocking traffic? Oh, <laughs> I think it comes from people wasting their time, their money, because he cannot fathom spending that kind of money on a coffee, and that they're blocking traffic. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I have, I mean, I've seen people do that. I personally just make my coffee at home. Um, yeah. And I love my French vanilla creamer, as you know. Uh, yes. <laughs> so um, I did see that one time at a different coffee shop, and they actually were blocking, it was because it's in a shopping center, so they were blocking people from being able to get to the post office and back out and the pizza place and back out. And I'm like, this is really a poor design, too. So that's that's something. Well, okay, so that was your husband. My husband very quickly came out with his pet peeve, which is, and it was specifically directed at me, that um, he said, when you eat while you're talking to me on the phone. So, oh. Yeah. So I said, well, don't call yeah. me during breakfast time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like, you and I have ruined that for everybody else that we speak to on the phone because we're okay with it, as we've spoken about before. And right. I find Mike is also horrified. He came up the other day. I was talking to you, and I was eating my eggs. And he was like, what, why are you eating and talking on the phone at the same time? It's just, mm-hmm. he doesn't get it. Yeah. Well, I have that window of, of when I like to eat my breakfast because I like to digest before I go on my walk. So if you call me during that time, I'm sorry. I'm eating my omelet, and you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Okay. So um, what, is, what is another one that you have? Another one I have is, and this was two people that said this one, is manners. That it's a pet peeve of theirs when someone does just not have general matter, manners. And uh, so I asked for an example, and although even though I knew the one person's example, um, but for instance, if you hold the door for somebody entering a store and they don't say thank you to you, uh, I have a very good friend who will literally call that person out on the spot and say, you're welcome. Yes, you, you're welcome. And it's, it's very embarrassing if you're with her, but I get it because she values that, you know, and I agree. If you do something like that for somebody, you should absolutely say thank you. I would never not say thank you. So that is a real big one, I think, for a lot of people. Oh, I, I do that. I can get a little bit combative if I do that and people are, are rude and don't have manners, and I'm like, uh, you're welcome in that <laughs> right. tone. Yes. <laughs> Yes. In that condescending tone. <laughs> yes. Yep. And that's a big one. That's a big one. Well, on that same page is um, uh, kind of one of mine is, is when people are rude to service people, like whether it's a, a waitress or, you know, gas station attendant or um, anything like that. When people are just acting like they're above those people, I, um, I get really, really annoyed with that. So I just think manners are very important all across the board. So that's that's one that I, I would totally agree with. And it's not hard to have them. It's something you can easily – it, it just takes one word or two words, thank you, you know, or you're welcome. It, it doesn't have to be a big, long conversation with somebody. It just has to be acknowledging that somebody did something nice for you or, you know, 
whatever it is. So, or they're doing their job well. Right, or they're doing their job well in your situation. Um, along your lines, I, it drives me nuts when, and I can share this with people too that I interviewed, when you're in an establishment, whether it be a restaurant or a store or I was in the dentist office, and someone is carrying on a full conversation on their cell phone in the waiting room or, you know, it's different if you're in Target and you're walking around and people are going by you, that's different. But when I have to be tracked to listen to your conversation, and now that's rude because not everybody wants to hear your conversation. Um, so that bothers me. That bothers me. And especially when you get up in line and you're at the store and you're on your phone and the woman who's checking you out, you're not even talking to her because they're talking to the person on the phone. That is so rude. Now, I've seen people say, hold on, and then talk to the woman or man or child, you know, kid, whoever is checking them out. That's one thing, but I still think it's annoying that you're on the phone in the store, you know. Um, yeah. And that could be a whole other podcast about how phones have just become so attached to our hips that we don't even really think about what you're doing anymore. You know, it used to be that you didn't have a phone. You, you only talked on the phone that was attached to the wall for 20 minutes because you had a special phone plan, you know, that you couldn't go <laughs> past. Now, that shows on my age a little bit. Now, Everybody can talk anytime they want. They can answer emails. It's it's just such a frustrating thing. So that bothers me. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I've I've had that where I've heard people's complete conversations, and I know who broke up with who by the time I'm done grocery shopping. <laughs> I'm like vested. That's when you want to give your unsolicited advice, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm vested in this conversation now because I want to know what happened with Joe and Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we should start doing. Just make it real. Like, yeah, I literally just heard your whole conversation. May I offer you some advice? <laughs> yeah, reality TV. Here's my unsolicited advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Well, kind of along that with the phone and everything, I had thought of one that bugs me, and this just happened to me the other day on social media, is when – So somebody had asked a question because she was doing a radio show, and she wanted to know um, when you need to use your photo ID. And I had read, there was like 20 comments. So I read the comments to make sure that I wasn't repeating what anybody said because that also annoys me. It's like you don't need 5,000 people to tell you what pizza place to go to, and they're all the same pizza place. So in this particular instance, I was like, all right, well, you need one to register your vehicle. You need photo ID when you buy a home. Um, I forget what other two I said. And then, because it had to do with voter registration. So that's what this news thing was going to be about, her radio show was going to be about. So all at once I get a notification that some woman commented on my comment and said, yeah, she was asking about photo ID, and I already gave her some of those examples. And I'm like, all right, Helen, who are you, and why are you even saying anything Because seriously, if you look at my comment, it clearly was things that you needed for photo ID. So know-it-alls who comment on social media drive me crazy. Like, I just want to, like, I want to comment back, but then I go back to our quote where you can't control other people. You can only control your reaction. You'd have been proud. I did not respond. Good girl. Good girl. Yeah, um, and the know-it-all thing. Is, isn't that one of your big, big pet peeves? Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. it is, and especially strangers on social media. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing if you know the know-it-all, but when it's a stranger, no. <laughs> right. Forget it. Forget it. It's like horizontal stripes, not on my watch. My goodness. I didn't wear them today. I didn't. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so I have one, and it's a big, it's a big one, but it's, I'm going to have to cut it down because we're G-rated. So why? 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 Why cut it down, Jen? Go for it. I made up a word. I don't even know if it's a real word, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it and everybody can laugh and that could be funny. Half assism. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but I made it up because I just, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. When you do a job and you do not complete it or you do it quick and you don't do it right, and then I have to sit there and I have to look at it the entire time and think to myself, I could have either done it myself or I should have got somebody else to do this. It's so frustrating. And I have to share that this happens within my household. There are people that live here that do this, myself included sometimes, and then I get really mad at myself because I'm like, how dare you? This is one of your things you hate, and why would you do this? Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a true thing. And I have a friend who used to, she uses a little saying, and I love it. It's do the job, big or small, do it right or not at all. Nice. Right? I get that circumstances sometimes do not allow you to finish a job or do it the way that you may have wanted to do it. But revisit it soon after, right? I have so many rooms in this house that we visited and never revisited. So it's it's my own thing that actually about myself and my family that annoys me. But it does really, it's one of the biggest pet peeves of mine uh, that I need I need to tell you and I need to work on it as well. So it's like a, it's a shared thing. How about you? I, I like that. I think half ass half ass ism. That's really hard to say. <laughs> say that ten times. <laughs> Seriously, I can't do it once. I'm going to start using that whenever I see somebody doing something like that. <laughs> I am going to coin that term. We can yeah. get it in that. What's that new dictionary? The urban, the urban. dictionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that all right. That's- uh, I'll be reminded not to do anything half-assed in your in your <laughs> presence. <laughs> you, you don't. You usually don't. You're very good at completing things and doing them in their entirety, so you're good. You did say usually. <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for error. Don't forget. Okay. Um, okay, here's my – this is my big one because you know, like, I love to entertain. I love to cook. And if I'm cooking – a meal for you, and I tell you to be here at 7 o'clock, it's because I am ready to serve when I'm ready to serve, and I have it timed out perfectly so that nothing gets cold, right? So if you are late and you are coming to my house for a meal, know that I'm going to be a little annoyed. I will still love you, <laughs> but I, I don't like it when people are late when I'm having a party. Now, does that change if someone notifies you that they're going to be late? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. If I get a text, yeah, if somebody texts and says, listen, I'm not going to be there until like 730, then I can gauge my entire meal based on the person who I know is going to be late because I want everybody to sit down together. 
Um, so I'll put out appetizers, you know, or if I, if I was just planning a meal with no appetizers, I will throw together an appetizer so that anybody else who's coming has it. So, yes, yes, it's all about, again, it's respect. Yes, it is. I agree. Um, uh, one of the people that I interviewed also shared that with you and said that her time is valuable. And if she and if she's preparing a meal or hosting, then she expects that you be there on the time that you said you would be there. Right. Because I do. I mean, I get it. Like traffic happens, kids happen, dogs happen, like life happens. But it's just, right. you know, 15 minutes can make or break a meal that you're making if it's yeah. time sensitive and heat sensitive. So especially yeah. heat sensitive because it's hard to reheat stuff if. Yeah. It's not the type of food that you can. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think my husband shares that with you. Um, okay. He might go a little further and say that he, it's a pet peeve of his that I'm late and, like, getting ready to go somewhere. Yeah, that bothers him. I'm getting better, but I can be late sometimes. But I'm usually not late showing up for meals, but I can be, like, if there's a window, I'll usually be at the end of the window. Yeah, because I always say, like, when people are, like, say something, I'll say, because everybody always gets my name wrong. They call me Mary Beth, Mary Elizabeth, Mary whatever. I'm like, just stop it, Mary, but whatever. That's another little one, but whatever. Um, I just say, don't call me late for dinner. Right. So that's That's what I enjoy. (laughs) I enjoy food, in case nobody has noticed. (laughs) Cooking it, eating it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay, I have... (laughs) One, this one is probably, I don't know, there's probably people that share this. Mouth noises during sleep. Now, obviously this only affects me if I'm not sleeping, right? Right. But if I'm in a room with somebody, it could be like, you know, if I'm staying with a friend or, and I have to share a room with someone and I'm not asleep yet and they start making these weird noises with their mouth or like their, I don't know, whatever, I... It, it makes me crazy. Like, it makes my blood boil to the point where I, I have to put, like, a pillow over my ear because I'm like, I can't. I literally can't do this. And that's when headphones and a podcast would come real handy. Yeah. Well, it's better <laughs> than putting the pillow over their head. So that's good. <laughs> At least, yeah, I'm not that, – I don't go that far. However, however, if I get too frustrated, I might. Um, so that's a big one. That's a big one for me. And I'm sure, I'm sure that bothers other people too, because I know people have issues with like people chewing and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. which leads me to the question is, so there's those types of things too. I don't know if they would be called a pet peeve or not. Like where Connor, my son, if you scratch anything with your nails, like a fabric, he freaks out. And I, that's, I feel like that's more of a sensational thing, right? Like, kind of runs your blood cold. That's not, I wouldn't call that a pet peeve. Yeah, that's funny because my dog does that. (laughs) (laughs) Does what? If I put my nails on the couch, Jake will attack my hand until I stop. (laughs) So, does Connor bite you? (laughs) He doesn't, but I mean, you must be running his blood cold. See, he's trying to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know, because I think between the chewing thing and then that with the scratching, um, I think that's more of like, I think there's, they call that something. There's something. I think you're right. That might yeah. be another. Uh, and uh, That's like a medical thing. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a few of those, but we won't get into that. 
Unless you're a um, dog, then you're just annoying. So. Yeah. Oh, you have – okay, so go ahead. I think you have another one. So this is just like a minor one, but if you are – Anywhere, and I'm around, and your tag is hanging out the back of your shirt, I will push it in for you. Okay, that's a good one. That's thoughtful. I like that. My kids and my husband hate that. That you push the tag in? Yeah, because their tags are always out, like always. And I'm like, seriously? And I push it in. They're like, just leave it alone. I'm like, no, no. This is representative of how you appear and present yourself, your tag needs to be tucked. And that probably annoys you even more because you raise those children and they don't think about that tag. I know. <laughs> I know. And God knows, maybe because my hair is so long, maybe my tag's always out and I don't even know it. Who knows, right? Oh, maybe you're the start of, the start of all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's another one I think you have about <laughs> when someone doesn't listen to what you say, they're listening, and they finish your thoughts. They don't let you finish what you're saying. You did that to me the other day. Yes. That's why you know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, if I'm tell, and I do tend to tell long stories, and sometimes I, I do them in a very roundabout way, as if, you know, squirrel, there's a squirrel, and then I get back on track. Um, and I, I hate when somebody finishes my sentence for me, especially when they have the word wrong. Sometimes they get it right, but the other day you kept trying to finish my sentence and you were not correct, and I'm like, no, Jenna, no, that is not, would you just let me finish? And you're like, okay, sorry, Aunt Mary Frances. Like, okay. Meanwhile, I had, I'm like, just finish the story. <laughs> get to the end. I know. I, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I do that to you. That's um, okay. Also, I think clicking a pen annoys you. <gasps> yes. Yes, I, apparently I have many pet peeves. So, yes, and you know who does that? The chief of our fire company, when I'm taking the minutes at the meeting, he starts clicking his pen. I kick him under the table, and then he looks at me, and I go, stop with the pen. Stop yep. with the pen. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is super annoying, and Mike does it too, not realizing it. Like, he'll just be sitting there focusing on something, and he'll be clicking the pen, and I'm like, See, I think they use that for training dogs, too. So I can see why. I would make a good dog because I would stop doing whatever so you would stop clicking the pen. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that what clicker. I start Clicking the pen and maybe Duke will be like, oh, I get it now. I should not do that. Oh, I thought you meant for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wait. If I click the pen, will you get to the end of the story? I guess I will. <laughs> stop. <laughs> And then let Uncle Bill know, because I'm sure he'd like to know that that would work. No, no, you're not that bad. You're not that bad. You very rarely tell a very drawn-out story. Very rarely. Okay, because, you know, my dad used to always say, all right, um, is this going to be a long story or a short story? Do I need to sit down? So it's been since I was young. Maybe you've gotten better at it then. Okay, maybe. Or I just forget what I'm talking about. On that note, I love when people say, long story short, and you're like, no, you just literally told me the whole story, so that's not short. <laughs> it's still the long story, but thanks. <laughs> I think I do that. <laughs> I do it still, but I recognize it more when other people do it, obviously. Um, and I think, wow, that saying is being 
you totally wrong because you just told me the entire story. Uh, right. Yeah. Good point. Very good point, Jenna. Very good point. That's a good one. Uh, one of my girlfriends had told me yesterday, uh, she was telling me a story about something, and then she said, you know what, I do have a pet peeve. <laughs> so she's an administrative assistant, and she said, it drives me nuts when people will call me and say, hey, can you call so-and-so and make an appointment, tell them I can get there at this time, this time, or this time on this day, and by the time they finish telling her everything, what the guy's phone number is, when they can meet, where they can meet, she's like, they could have just called them themselves. Right. And it's not really in her job description. It's just that these other people, do, and your uncle does that to me. He'll call me up and say, you know, call the quarry and get the, the, the and I'm like, I, you have to teach me now what you've just said that I need to ask for when you could have already had your answer by the time this conversation is over. You know he listens to these in the shower, right? Because he's going to hear that you just said that. <laughs> well, I don't care because I've told him. I have told him that. I'm like, seriously, you could have just called this person yourself. He goes, yeah, well, I'm not, so you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh there's another big one I don't think we touched on that is my, one of mine, unless I did. If I said this already, please tell me. Passive-aggressive behavior. No, you did not say that. I don't like that either. I just really struggle with this. And I, I you know, it kind of reminds me of your thing with cursing and getting it all out and not harboring it. It's a similar thing for me. Like, passive-aggressive behavior you're basically doing everything in your power not to say what you're really thinking and to just come from a back way and getting somebody to act on whatever you're doing, on that behavior, getting a reaction from that behavior, where I would much more appreciate and respect you if you would just come to up front and say, listen, I'd really rather this happen or I don't care for what you're doing or, uh, you know, I just – the passive-aggressive behavior is so upsetting to me, and I find it not in a lot of people that I come across, but some, and and I, and I get so upset because I think if you if you knew me and you knew the type of person I am, or you'd know me, you would know that I would rather you be honest with me and upfront and tell me things instead of try to take this, you know, a roundabout way. So I just looked up passive aggressive because I I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I mean I mean I know what I think passive aggressive is, so right. it says denoting a type of behavior or personality characterized by indirect resistance to the demands of others and an avoidance of direct confrontation, as in procrastinating, pouting, or misplacing important materials. That's the adjective. So is it that people then do that because they don't want confrontation? Probably. I think that's what it is. And I'm, But here's the thing. I don't feel like there's always going to be confrontation. There's probably, from my end, there would be more confrontation if you did the passive-aggressive behavior, because now I notice that. And next time you talk or we talk about that same topic, I'm going to be on the defense, right? Because I'm going to be like, right. you were passive-aggressive with me about this last time, so now I'm angry, and I'm not going to have tolerance for next time. Right. But no, that's true. Yeah, whereas I feel like if you were just up front the first time, regardless of what might happen, yeah, sometimes conversations are hard to have. And sometimes, you know, you might not like the outlook. And in that sense of, of the whole situation, then don't say anything. Say nothing. That way right. 
no one knows that you're being passive aggressive and no one knows what's good. You're like, just be quiet. Don't say a word. Um, and then maybe later address it. But I just, I really struggle with that one. Mm-hmm. I've encountered people like that and that is frustrating. That's very frustrating. And yeah. then it, it sometimes too, like they, they're, they lie too. <laughs> well, yeah, that goes along with that. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's a tough yeah. one. That's a tough one for me. Yeah. And I will call people, close people to me out on it if I see it. And I really hope to God I don't do it. I'm sure I've done it in a way at some point in my life. And I hope someone would let me know because I, it's one thing that I just don't, I don't want to do. I don't. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's a big one. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to that. I have one that a lot of people can relate to. You ready? When you're driving and it says, right lane closed ahead, right? Uh, and everybody starts to move over to the left except for that one person, I will just say person, <laughs> who flies by everybody and then wants to get in and causes the traffic jam because now you're not playing by the rules and you think you're special. Unless you have a limb falling off and you let me know that, don't do that. You're just um, being an ignorant person. <laughs> are you the type because my husband shares this with you he is oh my goodness that is like top top of it are you the type of person that will then block it and not let them in because you're like no you're not getting in now absolutely 1000 percent yes especially if we're towing a trailer my trailer's blocking that lane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you are not getting in yeah yeah i i, I that is a tough one and i think there's a lot of people that have dealt with that. We're done it, you know, or maybe there's people that do it that are listening and they're going, oh, I probably shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, if you do it by mistake because you're not familiar with the traffic pattern and then, like, right. if I've done that by mistake, I'm all like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm an idiot. Can I get in? Like, everybody can read your lips, right? Um, but when people do it on purpose and you know they're doing it on purpose and you can tell, you can mm-hmm. tell. That's a no-no in my book. You can. And you're blocked. You, and guess what? You're going to be five cars back now because I'm going to, like, make sure everybody knows and everybody else is going <laughs> to kiss my bumper so that you can't get in. Is that passive-aggressive behavior? No, that's flat-out so aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm, aggr- I'm not passive. I am aggressive when it comes to that. At least you're all out front. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a tough one. And we won't say what type of car, but oftentimes there's one brand of car out there that is doing this. We're not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But if you've had anybody do this to you, recall what type of car it was and then think to yourself, next time it happens, is it the same type of car? Because I've noticed that this type of car is the person or the people that drive these cars, I don't know, feel like this is their, you know. They're entitled. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. I know what, what car you're talking about because I had a woman actually push a cart at the grocery store into my car. And uh-huh. I said, excuse me, hello, what are you doing? And she just looked at me and I'm like, the cart return is like two cars down. You literally had to walk another 12 steps. So she took it. And she pushed it into the car next to it. Oh, my gosh. I thought I was going to lose my mind. Actually, 
my mom, your grandmother, walked away from me because I was saying to this woman, are you serious right now? You just pushed this into my car because you think your car is better. And I had a Durango at the time, which I love. Um, so, so grandma walks away, right? And later I said to her, I go, why are you walking away? And she goes, I wasn't going to be a witness and have to testify to the police what happened. <laughs> so I guess I get a little aggressive. Uh, maybe she's laughing up there today with this conversation. Um, <laughs> that, that's also another major pet peeve for a lot of people that I know is the cart, not returning the cart. Like, come on. You don't need to push it up on the curb. Put it back in the cart thing or take it back to the thing, whatever. But don't right. leave it up on the curb. And then I'm going to pull in a spot, and there's three carts there that I can't park there because you put the cart there. Right. And I don't know if we can say the name or not, so I won't say the name, but the grocery store where you have to put the quarter in to get the cart and then you get your quarter <laughs> back. I mean, uh-huh. if they did that everywhere, I think everybody would just return their carts. True, because you don't see that in their parking lot, do you? Nope. No, never. No. Never. Never. Mm-mm. Never. Nope. I know. I know. I know. I know. So do you have any others? I think that's it for me. Yeah. I think so too. I think uh I think we should end there with our aggressive behavior about your aunt <laughs> driving and uh and her heart issues with people. <laughs> so, I think we should end with music today too. I cuz oh, okay. I like that little jig. But all right. So, as you think about your pet peeves now that we've brought to light all the things that may bother you, I think it's important to remember that you can't control other people but you can control your reaction to them. So with that, we will bid you farewell for today and have a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday and Tuesday. And namaste.